0: Yeah, and, and we'll look into Zoom recorders. I think that's going to be the, for quality purposes, I think that'll be our Yeah, best
1: definitely. Bet. My brother is like an audio engineer, so we got a lot of resources at our disposal.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, he doesn't right. want to work with me, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eric, right, you ready? Yep. Hi hey, everybody, uh welcome back to Central Pod, the world's greatest podcast about the show friends. Uh, I'm JP Novak and Nate Kylie is with me, my co host, Nate. How you doing? Hi, buddy.
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: You know, I I can't complain. We're we're living in very strange times and uh
1: I, Yeah, I-, I shouldn't I shouldn't say I'm doing great because <laughs> I'm honestly not. I'm I'm pretty upset day to day and very stressed about everything going on, and wish I could do more. You're you're absolutely right. It's crazy out there.
0: Well, let's let's get into that, man. I, I, what's stressing you out? Um,
1: <laughs> I've got this popcorn kernel stuck in my tooth. That is
0: awful. Oh, I hate that.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Obviously, I am watching uh our country burned to the ground on my phone and uh nobody seems to care about why it's happening and um for those of you who don't know i have a a young baby and a pregnant wife who can't be exposed to covid so i can't go out there and uh walk around with people even though i really want to uh how about you why why are you stressed out
0: i mean the same things and yeah you know i'm i'm trying to be mindful I, i'm not able to go out and protest and as much as i really want to um covid was a real smack in the face because uh for a lot of reasons not the least of which was my fiance doesn't have health insurance through her work oh wow And so the the prospect of her getting sick is just so frightening um scary yeah
1: very scary so
0: so but you know i claire and i are doing everything we can we've donated money Um, She is helping to do some grant writing related to a lot of the causes that are supporting uh, these protests and Black Lives Matter. That's really cool. uh, I have now volunteered for a a free legal services pro bono to assist with, um, you know, criminal work or um, even just, you know, bail related things, immigration related things that are surrounding these protests and this this movement. And um, it's
1: that's. JP, hold on a second, because, like, I want to hear more about that, but, like, both of those things that you guys are doing, just, like, wow, dude, like, that's that's one of the greatest things I've ever heard. I'm so glad I know both of you. Oh, you're so and, sweet. And I... Can, I, can I just say, JP, that, like, I understand that legal work c- can sometimes involve, like, a lot of, like, clerical stuff that, like, <laughs> anyone can do. Very true. And I'm serious, man. If you ever need me to, like, read something or, like organize something like if you have a menial task that you need done please call on me because i'd be happy to help
0: that's you are so kind that's awesome i mean i I, as i've gotten older and i've i've started to see the directions i wanted my life to go in and and the person that i wanted to be um this is the kind of thing that's that's amazing to have this opportunity i literally just You know, sent in my contact info and the fact that I'm barred in the state of Maryland, and they were like, "Okay, here's a list of things you can volunteer to help with," and it's just important. And I think, you know, I didn't come from wealth. I went to school with a lot of wealthy people who, I think that they kind of, some of them took for granted what they really had and what their opportunities were. I have tried really hard to maintain a level of still understanding where I came from but also understanding that I don't understand the lives of these other people and it's 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 awful to think that I would know what it what a person's life was like when they were raised you know minority and living in a city. I was raised white male and and in a suburb and like it's not the same so I'm just I'm trying really hard to.
1: Imagine for all our older white listeners right now, because this is a friend podcast and, and and we probably have a lot. Imagine for all our older white listeners, if you went into a store and an employee disrespected you in a certain way, in a way so bad that it made you probably want to talk to a manager. And then imagine that that manager disrespected you in a certain way the same specific way like they were both in on something that you didn't really understand and then you called the president of the company and he like did the same thing and you like didn't have any recourse or like way to like get your fair service from this fast food restaurant that you're in now like you know expand upon the natural metaphor that I'm making with black people in their lives and how they feel unfairly treated and have no recourse in which to turn. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's startling to, uh, have to I, about, I, I I agree. Honestly. And, and
0: I'll, I'll tell you my other stressor in a second, but I will say I'm trying to focus on listening. Like, and, and like, you know, the, the message seems Definitely. to be stand back and listen, but use your privilege to make sure that the the platform is there for other people to have their voices heard. And I'm walking weird lines and I don't, I'm trying not to overstep things and I'm trying to, I, I, but I, I'm.
1: No, I think, I think we both feel the same way. I mean, I haven't, I haven't talked about my background a lot on this show yet, but like I work in, I work in real estate, which is, you know, a supremely racist system. And like, I, I I have been examining myself and and what I'm planning to do with my future a lot in the last couple of days and trying to explore ways of doing things differently and um, it really is it really is a That's, lot oh, and, and like yeah know, yeah we're just we're just we're just starting too and and I, it's exciting honestly. So
0: my journey in the last two years of my life has been. I feel like every couple of years of my life, I, I look at who I am and what I am, and I, I think about how I got here, and you see the path that you took, and you see you are, and I think that the last two years of my life have led to a place where I can't even believe the first 38 years, and, and, and I only got so far, because the last two years, I've, I, I've done laps around at the growth that I did in the first 38. I, I just
1: can i can I just say j p that that sounds like a supremely healthy way to live I, I was honestly like i i i i I don't do that that's the first thing I thought of when you when you said that is I don't really look back at my life i mean i i I feel like I've grown as a person as I got older, but I should do that well, I, that's I think, that's very interesting
0: I think that introspection is a really big part of growing and i i i I, I think that we
1: absolutely You have to be wrong before you can understand why it's wrong. And and
0: you you can't be angry at yourself or be ashamed of the fact that you were wrong. You were only in, in Buddhism, they have the, the skillful means idea where.
1: Ooh, I love Buddhism, man. Go on. In college, my
0: professor, um, he always described it as his, his son turns to him. He's watching a cartoon. His son turns to him and says, are Mickey and Minnie mouse married? And like, like it's like, okay, first of all, in canon, no. and then and then then second of all, like it's more complicated than that. And then third of all, they're not real. they're they're animated things, but because of where his son was in his life, his response was always, yes, they are. Skillful means or skill in means is the other translation. like you, you're only capable huh. of achieving that which is available to you right now. And so you grow and you get better over life. But in that moment, if, if, if it was only as, as progressive as X, that's all you were able to achieve right then. And you shouldn't be angry at yourself, but we're always trying to grow and, and, and head towards quote unquote enlightenment. And
1: that's super important, man.
0: Well, And I think, I think that, you know, being kind to yourself and, and recognizing that is, is, is a big step of it too. But I, yeah I, I think that, you know, I, I just, I'm looking at this moment in history and I'm, just trying to sit back and hear because I'm realizing that a lot of things that I might have espoused in in, in in the earlier years of my life, even even like six months or a year ago, it's not... I have a better understanding now and I'm getting that understanding by just listening. And That's great, man. So, you know, I, and all of this has been... We are living in very powerful times. I always used to say the fact that I'm of a generation where... I was raised without a home computer and, okay. and then home computers right. when I was about, I don't know, let's say 12, 13, I think is when we got our right. first one. I, I saw that change and like a generation now has been born where they always had home computers and they always had the internet and they always had cell phones. And I, I just, I had that little bit of like, I, I was of a generation that saw the change and the world is miraculous now compared to what it was. And, and we take it for granted all the time. I have access to basically all all of the I agree, information man. on a little rectangular, slightly larger than a cigarette box device that lives in my pocket. Um, but then I get in fights. Yeah.
1: I, I, in, the, in the same vein, I would encourage people to get on Twitter because that's a great place to fucking listen if you can learn how who to listen to. Um, I would also say... I mean, I I know everyone thinks it's a garbage website, but I find it supremely powerful to see fifty different points of view, even if a lot of those are wrong. Because you find the right one, and then you also see why the wrong ones are wrong. It's I, I find it very interesting. I avoided Twitter for a long time, and I'm happy I, I that hate I'm, when I'm on when it.
0: People call it um, like a garbage or a hell site because I'm like, no, 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 no. no. It's it's pure edification. Yeah yeah
1: we're garbage yeah (laughs) Yeah, we're the hell like i've (laughs)
0: seen minds changed on twitter and i i've i have actually recently deleted posts where i got something wrong not out of shame i will admit i like you know what i had a bad take and i apologize and i'll take it down like and i still doing that and i think that it's just a new version of people getting informed and, and, and I, I personally I love it I also though we've talked yeah. about it I love the Slurp fam and the Buggling, I, I just I, I, It's I have people who I call friends Who I've never met in real life And my best friend in the world Who I host a podcast yep. with Never met him in real life <laughs> I love you buddy <laughs> I love you buddy Whenever you're ready all right, so anyway, what I was saying is that white cis-ass males are really getting the short end of the stick. <laughs> JP,
1: no! <laughs> no!
0: I keep no! Say, I keep presenting that to people, like, what if there was just some weird heel turn where suddenly I was just like, White man, damn, well, like, the hardest time.
1: Honestly, that's funny because that seems to be, like, the the, the course of things, like, for people that you like, used to be a fan of is just, like, you know... Yep. Okay. Everything's going fine. And oh nope! Somebody said something fucking stupid. Great. Great. Um, yeah. But um, we we had a discussion about something, and I tweeted something probably a little bit prematurely about uh, a show related to Friends, living I, I, single.
0: I would not. I would not say it was a premature tweet evacuation. But
1: well, I think we needed to discuss it a little bit more I, I think it was a little premature because we've we've made some discoveries about ourselves along the way haven't we
0: I mean that was the real friendship right yeah <laughs> yeah no I so 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 Nate and I have been talking about I, I think that the first thing that, that our, our audience really needs to understand is this show comes from a place of love not just for each other although obviously
1: <laughs> but I love you so much man I love
0: you so much it's wonderful
1: and we love everybody
0: yeah i think that's true
1: we we love everybody that's deserving of of having our love it turns we, out we, that's yeah, we pretty much everybody you know what you're absolutely right we don't love everybody <laughs> fuck, fuck
0: shit now so shit so are, we both for different reasons love this show and we we, we wanted to talk about the importance. we are
1: also both white
0: very much so very much so, so.
1: i don't i don't even know who's whiter because like we both are very white. It's, it, we're it, so we tragically white.
0: Couldn't be more white if we tried. And, and really, I don't want to, but I don't think I could be more white anyway. Now, so, we, so, so Nate and I were talking, and, and and we were talking about, and Nate brought it up, that there's there's this this underpinning of, of people who are a little bit annoyed because before they was friends, and no, I'm not talking about coupling, um... <laughs> There was, there was a wonderful show on called Living Single. and
1: about, about a year ago, I think it was in response to like Friends being taken off Netflix or something. Um, a bunch of people started talking about, well, Friends was fucking ripped off of the show Living Single that was like an all black cast. And it was a thing for a couple of days online and then nothing really happened I, about I,
0: it. I remember it happening and I remember feeling fully like kind of justified and proud because I was just, I, I was a kid at the time. I loved Living Single. I loved that show. And, That's
1: so cool. And, and
0: as I told Nate in in private, but I will admit it now, man, formative crushes on the women on that show. I, I, oh, my I, God, dude. I, I, but, but it was also just, it was a show about friends and their complicated relationships, and, and some of them date each other, and they, they're all single, and they're living.
1: So I had never <laughs> seen the show. Okay? I had never seen the show, and I'm going to be completely honest, when, when I read about, you know, people saying that Friends ripped it off, I probably took Friends' side. I- I'm going to be completely honest. I-, I had never seen the show, and um, I believed that Friends had ri- would have ripped off a show, probably. That doesn't surprise me um, that a network, like, recast a show with white actors. That didn't surprise me when I heard it, but I was probably on Friends' side. And, um, you know, I just want to say that I watched the first episode of Living Single Today, and I had the fucking time of my life, man. That that show, I, 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 I honestly, like, you know, if you want to talk about, like, ironic appreciation of something, I'm the person to talk about it with. You know, we, we talked about in the last episode that I work for How Did This Get Made. I can't in good conscience, call my appreciation and the fun that I had watching this show ironic in any way it was so much fun 100%
0: and and
1: and and I am in love with every single woman on that show
0: (laughs) it's true I it's and it just keeps getting better and 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 it's got character arcs and growth and it's it's it, it is a perfect show, and it totally encapsulates the time that it's into, and
1: and the stuff they were talking about was so progressive for the time period. Yeah. I mean, like it was so ahead of its time. I just watched one episode. Yeah,
0: I I, I can't and, wait to dig in. Apparently, it's on. Who, we're gonna,
1: yeah, it's so, on. Who so,
0: so, so for those of you out there, you know, Nate and I had a bit of a. We're trying to, in light of everything going on we are not the two people to talk about living single. It would be so misplaced. We don't want to step up and and give our voices to this thing, but simultaneously we want to do, we're going to do an episode about the show.
1: I don't. Yeah. 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 We're going to do an episode about the pilot because yeah, because I think it's important to talk about it in relation to friends, which is what we decided to do our podcast for. We decided to do, the whitest podcast on the face of the planet a day before the revolution started. Um, But we're going to talk about the pilot because it's important in relation to friends. And because it really changed my views on like friends and a lot of like, again, I watched one episode and I have so many things to say about how Friends is part of the problem. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> so, so I would I would say this. I think that this may be the only time in in, in American history that uh, white culture has co opted something that black culture did better and did first.
1: Yeah, it's I don't think that that the happens. The usually, and it's pretty shocking to see an example of it that's so blatant. And
0: and and here's it. If you if you are someone who watched that show growing up reach out to us we want to get perspectives from all across the board and and if this was a show you watched or you've since watched yeah reach out to us uh my handle is at jp novak Esqu- or esq um fans
1: nate my my handle nate. is uh at notorious 10 i made it in high school
0: it's, uh. a, good, it's a good handle <laughs> No, it's but not. it is i like it uh, do you know what my first aol screen name was
1: uh, xoxo 69
0: Close. Stud1047. Nice, bro. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> look, we've all got embarrassments in the past. That's why we have this show, so we can open up about these things, grow, and try to get that handle back.
1: And, um... I also want to encourage someone... Someone to do a podcast on Living Single.
0: I completely agree. Because, I, I, like... I, so good. Oh my god, dude. Like
1: uh uh the woman's name the woman that we're both in love with is named uh the character's named sinclair right Mm-hmm. it's like a powerhouse like um uh level performance that like makes you fall in love with a person that like, like this character i can already tell one episode again one episode this character is on par with like all the other great characters from sitcoms. I can already tell because she's so multifaceted and she's so great and I love her so much. I just wanna make her happy. Kim
0: Coles is her um, name, and she is yeah, she yeah. she just crushes it.
1: And and she's still acting today, I beat her and like she's still in shit. I
0: mean, she she's just all of them are powerful and amazing. It's such a good show. And it's funny because I was just remembering that this was also...
1: The two guys are funny, They're too. Great. I to say They're that. great. They're great. So I, I
0: really like Overton. The other guy is really good, too. Um, yeah. And it's... But it's also... It's a show of an era when... And I guess I just didn't really think about it. But at the time... And again, I was like somewhere in my early teens... And the shows that i loved the most at this time were living single martin and in living color
1: that's amazing dude that's so funny I'm, oh wow I,
0: I, and i i remember i'm martin. amazed that my parents who are not let's just say not progressive uh it, i would say i was amazed they let me watch it but they didn't really they weren't they, whatever the opposite of helicopter parents are that's what they were they were they were like on our own vacation parents so i just watching these shows and i guess getting radicalized early huh <laughs> yeah man
1: i mean i have thoughts on that too like what my parents let me watch when i was young i i i have i, I have zero exposure to uh black media at all from my parents um not that they did that on purpose um just I, just a really white suburban yeah. family and um i i think I'm I'm gonna save all this t- for a living for single our, episode. For a living yep. single and, episode. And and again, if you're
0: out there, you're because... a big fan. You grew up with it. Reach out to us. We're, we we want to we want to hear. Voices. And we want to
1: talk about, we want to talk about living single. But I also really would like to talk about uh, race in the entertainment industry because that's been a big topic the last couple of years. But I really don't feel like. Um, the masses have an appropriate understanding of it.
0: That's, that's where I wanted to go with this too, is, is I think that everything going on is really opening my eyes to, you know, you're talking about, it's not a racist parent who doesn't expose their child to other racial or religious viewpoints. It's just not something Mm -hmm. that's on their mind and agenda. And I think that one of the strongest things I'm seeing out of everything going on is we're realizing why that's damaging and why that's dangerous and why it's important 100%. to to that when you isolate, even even with the tensions, when you're isolated into a world of just white culture, it's really hard for you to then see perspective and, and, and what we're seeing now is it's it's so different. And it's
1: it's it's easy for dangerous ideas to grow in that yeah. sort of environment yeah. too. I, Honestly, like if we're being you know. Straight then up the last thing I'll
0: it. say about you know we opened this with you know what's I, I'm asking you what's going on what's stressing you out. I I'm seeing. So Nate, I'm a coward.
1: Oh, same here, dude. I talk a big game, but I'm I'm a straight up coward.
0: I I realized you know Claire and I were talking a lot this week about how I love my family so much. Yeah. They are and I, I they're never gonna listen to this anyway, but I this is the conversation I need to start having with them. They are varying degrees of racist. And yeah. you know, Claire and I had this joke a couple years before, ago. Before before
1: you go on, JP, let me yeah. just say something that like uh my family is definitely gonna listen to this. And let me just say that Uh yeah, everyone in my family I'm I'll let my mom off the hook because she she's culpable too, but in in much less of a way truly truly shocked by some of the things I see them post online and I'm gonna get off Facebook soon because I, of it I did because I, I, I was gonna like say
0: I, I deleted my Facebook from my phone and it's just the best thing I've done for my mental health
1: and I honestly don't care if they hear this and I don't want to talk to them about it honestly because I think me, I, I understand I should talk to them about it and I should try to change their minds, but I've been doing that for fucking four years. And I think if someone's going to change their mind, it's not going to yeah. be me. And, and.
0: Oh, it's that's. Yeah, I, I, I mean, don't that's... know. So a couple of years ago, when.
1: Yeah, go on. You and Claire were talking about something. No, 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 no,
0: no. I, By all means. It, we You and I have that type of relationship where we're always going to. I'm just up. We're, we're, we're always progressing the conversation. You're not interrupting me, you're telling something related. And. If my point was important, I can bring it back. But also, we're moving forward. So don't apologize. Um, that said, no so so a few years back, um, so Claire comes from a really progressive family. She uh, was a hospice worker.
1: And, yeah, and her too. father
0: is or just retired as a social worker. Um, they were raised okay. very liberal and very progressive and very much understanding the importance of emotions and and feelings and taking care of your community and reaching out
1: you mean to say they were raised correctly yes
0: (laughs) and again whatever the whatever the fucking opposite of that is is my family we were like you know what's great is material possessions they rule like so so um so claire you know she got exposed to my family, and, and we have this – we do we do a holiday with – so my immediate family is all in Baltimore, but my parents are both from Philadelphia. Right. And we so – as all my cousins and uncles and aunts are up there, and we do uh, – once annually, we do fake Thanksgiving. It's the Saturday before Thanksgiving, <laughs> which is funny because my one brother can never remember when it is, and every – like November 1st, <laughs> he's like, hey, guys, when's th- fake Thanksgiving this year? And it's like – Motherfucker. It's been the same for, like, 20 years at this point. But we knew we were getting together. That's
1: your, that's your that's brother? That's one of my brothers, yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. Yep. He sounds like a real motherfucker.
0: <laughs> I'm in a big fight with him right now, so I probably shouldn't say that. But again, he'll never listen to this. Um, okay. So, so Claire... Was coming to this and and she knows she had met my immediate family and she knew kind of the, oh boy, somebody's going to say something that's really going to upset. So we came up with this plan where as soon as someone said something that was offending our sensibilities, one of us would say, oh my God, is that a ghost? And then both of us would leave the room and bless her heart I thought it was a joke and then the first time it happened that evening Claire Claire was like oh my god John is that a ghost and we and then she left and I'm like I guess I'm out of here too I love her so much that's um
1: amazing dude that's really but good like
0: So that we were talking
1: The reason I like that so much is because it also is gonna make everyone start talking about why you two Mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. doing that in a very subtle way. I love that, man. I love that. (laughs) So but
0: we were talking about it this week and as much as we've always loved the Is That a Ghost joke, it's reflective of a thing where we don't wanna we don't wanna get into the conversation and, and we're walking away. And I haven't decided how strongly I'm drawing my line in the sand, but I've realized that I I, 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 I've been a coward and I, I, I because I love my yeah. family so much, I haven't wanted to engage in difficult conversations, but that's,
1: that's yeah, yeah. I, and I know that's exactly been a lot of tamping down,
0: a lot of strong feelings that I have. And I just, in the face of everything right now, I don't think I'm doing that anymore. I, 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 I yeah. want to be proud of the person that I am. For me, that's always entailed, Acting the way yeah. that I yeah, say yeah. that I am. And,
1: and and I think we're both trying to say the same thing. It's not that, like, educating our family members is not important. It's just, like, at what point do you put your time into something more useful? Because, like... I mean, like, racism seems like something you die with. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like,
0: you don't see a lot of people... Just
1: from my experience, yeah. like...
0: No, and, but I think that we we're fighting titans yeah we're fighting and, and 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 that's intimidating but that's exactly the time when we shouldn't back down yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to actualize i'm not i'm not preaching at anybody i'm i'm mostly just kind of being hard on myself but i think that we're all seeing that this is the time to in fact stand the fuck up
1: absolutely absolutely
0: now Nate, can i ask you a personal question go for it have you ever seen the friends show um
1: I may have seen uh, <laughs> did you say the Frem's show? I F-R-E-M-S? would never. MMS
0: I... Frem's. 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 Fremen. Frems? we're going to talk about Frems? Dune. We're talking about the Fremen. Dune. Is this not the Dune podcast? JP, that's our sister <laughs> podcast. Uh shout out to the Dune boys. This is our sister podcast and uh shut our shut little the sister fuck podcast up, Dune boys. <laughs> No, you know me I love that <laughs> did you call it our little I did their little sister podcast right no nope. I, I love those goon boys <laughs> shout out to jeffy and Dickie they are two of the greatest people I have met and had the honor of becoming friends with over the internet um, even even, even though Dickie's Canadian and drinks milk out of a bag yeah Ugh. Canadians
1: and if I if I may if I may just quote the great Sean Clements and change it around a little bit yeah, I'll give you a drop. I'll give you a drop right here. Fuck the Doom <laughs> Boys.
0: No, we no love the Doom nothing boys. but love we for those kids. People, um,
1: I don't. I I still think Jeff doesn't like me, but I think that's just going to be the way I, that it I, is. I, here's the thing:
0: <laughs> I don't think that Jeff dislikes you. I think that people constantly get the impression that Jeff doesn't like them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. So I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely trying not to take Jeff. It personally. Jeff
0: is so gruff, and underneath the gruffness, he's the biggest sweetheart in the world. But he wear he guy. sometimes Fantastic wears his gruffness guy. as a shield. Sorry, Jeff, I love you. I'm only saying it because it's true.
1: We're saying it because it's important. Because <laughs> we love I love it. Jeff, it's not your fault.
0: I became friends with Jeff. He was, he maybe was the first buggling I became friends with, and. Um, and, I think so too. And, and he he always says, and I keep I want to hold him to it. Uh, he keeps saying, I just want to come and hang out with your dog and eat spaghetti. And I'm like, you yeah, dude, man. just go to Texas, eat spaghetti with my dog. He will love it.
1: You make spaghetti, JP?
0: Not from scratch. I uh, do the sauce from scratch. I make the spaghetti. I make the. You make it a and spaghetti the sauce from scratch. I
1: make better spaghetti than you.
0: I guarantee that. I. I'm not even gonna fight that one. And there's a lot of areas of food that I'm good at, no. but not
1: you. You fight me, JP. I am a terrible cook, but I have a Sicilian grandmother's recipe. Is it behind.
0: step one? Open the spaghettios. <laughs> <You motherfucker. laughs> That's my grandma. I just did a. I, I a, so so staying sane in the apocalypse. Um, I I did a marinara from scratch and did uh, absolutely nice. amazing meatballs this past week and. That sounds Indeed. awesome. So that's, you know, and that was one of the other things I wanted to ask before we get into the episode is is what are you doing to stay sane? What did you do this week to take care of yourself?
1: Well, jeez, man, this week I was super busy. I uh, My wife took a week off of work, which was very nice of them to let her do it, so I didn't have to be with my daughter that much. And I was just working, 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 working at my uh, the mm-hmm. house that I'm remodeling. I'm putting... I got carpet put in. Um, I did all the sinks and all the toilets and shit. Cut some tile. I'm going to be doing tiling this week. So I've been working a lot. I've been editing our podcast at night. Um, but uh, honestly, to take care of myself, I have been um, listening to my favorite podcasts. I, I love listening to podcasts. One of my greatest joys in the what world do you face? I feel happy. I have been... Oh, I don't think you've ever heard of them. <laughs> no, I love Hollywood Hand uh-huh. I love Doughboys. Uh-huh. I love How Did This Get Made. Um, what else do I listen to? I've been really into YKS Listen, recently. Do you listen no. to that?
0: Uh, your Kickstarter sucks. I am aware of it. And they may have been guests yeah. on one or multiple of the podcasts. They were, Doughboy-
1: they were Doughboys guests. They've been on a lot of podcasts. Those guys are so fucking I mean, I'm funny. I'm adding that dude. shit. Oh, my God. I definitely suggest listening to their free episodes. They're hilarious. Uh, Shout out to my main man, Dog Boner. Oh, I I do love Dog Um, Boner.
0: I didn't realize that was him.
1: Dog Boner's so funny. Yeah, yeah, he goes by Mike on the podcast. I don't think he likes Dog Boner anymore, but... Or he goes by DB, too, so I guess he is still going by Dog Anyway, listen to YKS. I love YKS. All right, Um, add
0: it. I'm listening to that.
1: But... To take care of myself, I have picked up juggling again. Really? Yes, I've been juggling again. I ordered myself some juggling balls and some pins. I'm pretty good with the balls. okay, that was good. Um, they came with a very nice ball bag.
0: Double. <laughs>
1: and uh, I'm getting better with the pins. Um, it's It's good little light exercise because you do get like sweaty and out of breath from like bending down to pick up everything you drop every minute um it's really great hand-eye coordination i find that it like wakes me up in the morning and activates my brain um yeah i've been juggling what about you what have you been doing to take care of holy
0: crap that's awesome and i hope that you no seriously (laughs) and i hope that you will put up video of you juggling once a no 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 uh, that's once a week <laughs> 30 seconds and and i think that we should we should be able to watch your progress man that's awesome
1: <sighs> juggling videos uh, dude okay. 30 seconds it's
0: nothing show us your progress we're all in this together and it's a long but run jp
1: what if i bonk myself on the head and i fall down into a bucket of water
0: it would be fucking comedy gold i don't understand
1: people will say fail to me jp they will no, say fail no,
0: to me no 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 and anyone that does that, <laughs> I will hunt them down and I will kill them. hmm Yeah. Thank you. I know. I love that. No, you. I, I I seriously I think I think it would be awesome to watch your progress. What am That's I doing on a video? Yeah, what are you doing? What am I doing? Okay. I also have been listening to some of my favorite podcast hey, Hambook, Doughboys. Yeah. I'm 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 a big, big fan of Hello from the Magic Tavern. Okay. Um i, I Claire is not and a lot of my friends are not they don't particularly care for improv I think that that show I love it for the same reason I love Hollywood Handbook which is these three people are best friends and so the energy between them is always so funny and when they have those little those little like in the cracks moments where you can tell that it's a friend ribbing another friend (laughs) while trying to stay in the podcast like it's so good Adel is a fucking gift um i love episode of hollywood
1: handbook
0: yeah um but but okay so also um i'm i'm i think i'm going to start back up my food blog because oh, cooking cool. is 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 just everything to me um and i think i'm going to start blogging again which is an emotional release for me and it's i, I my blogging tends to be a crossover of like talking about what's going on in my life but then also doing a pseudo fictionalized version of it and
1: oh that sounds interesting
0: it's 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 always been fun you want to check it out it's it's uh, www.princeofwhy.com that's prince of w-h-y that's been my handle since like 1998 um it's wow yeah i i miss doing it and, and it's it's also good for my 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 soul and for for, for
1: absolutely man writing writing is so important journaling in any way which i mean it sounds like that's kind of what it is on a different level is is so good for yeah, you yeah I, oh. I
0: i just I, and i'm trying I'm, I'm exercising i'm exercising i went from three weeks ago nice. no exercise other than walking and i'm now at uh four uh, Pelotons, like, and I know that that makes me very privileged. Uh, oh, you got a Peloton. In my def, that's yeah. Cool. In my defense, we bought a house, <laughs> and so what happened was we we had put in the offer, they accepted, and then the funding because the pandemic shut everything yes. down. All the paperwork didn't go through, and so the seller terminated the contract. Oh wow! And so as a consolation prize, since I had had that money for a down payment, I was like, we're getting a Peloton. We're going to be stuck inside for months. This is going to be good for our, our health. Um, and then uh, three days later, the funding actually came through. So we were like, hey, you guys should just come back to the table. And they did. So now I have a house and a Peloton. That's cool. <laughs> yes, I, 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 That sounds so privileged, and no, I apologize. It's, it's fine, But also dude. it's very stressful it's, <laughs> in these times.
1: It's hard to uh, live responsibly in a capitalistic society. And uh, everybody needs something. And exercise is, is one of those great things. You don't run.
0: I used to. Okay. Um, I, I, Man, there was a time when I was doing a... I was training for... Right, right before Claire and I started dating, I was training for a 10K, and I was kicking wow.
1: wow dude. Yeah, so you're a runner.
0: And then love makes you fat and happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man.
0: Like, like, Claire would be... Like, she was living in Baltimore. I was in D.C. She'd come down for the weekend, and it was like... I should go for a run. And Claire's like, hey, do you want to watch horror movies all day and yeah. day drink? And I'm like,
1: <laughs>
0: I love you. <laughs> yes, I do. That sounds perfect. Do you want
1: to hear what motivates me to exercise? And, and this is good for, like, Peloton. This is good for running. This is good for weightlifting. This is good for anything.
0: I do want to hear this.
1: So I read this on the internet um, like two years ago and kind of changed my life. Really. I know that sounds kind of cheesy. But it was somebody talking about... I think it was a paleontologist talking about... The way human beings used to hunt before they had tools... Was by running animals down. As in... They would find a deer... And they would start to chase it. And because of the way the human body is designed... If you can carry some water and you can carry some food... You can run forever until the deer gets tired from sprinting and then you will be able to come upon the deer
0: my you understand my what I'm mouth saying? is agape that's so I know. badass
1: and that's that's exactly what i thought when i read it and i was like wow dude i really don't have an excuse like my body is built to exercise forever <laughs> and like so that's what i use that's that's how i get myself out
0: Motivated and running so, and exercising. So it's and, literally the opposite of the humans in Wally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: right, right, right.
0: Yeah. So now that we've solved all racial inequality problems in this country.
1: That feels really good to have done that. I, I feel like a weight has been lifted. I certainly, I, I
0: definitely do. I, I, feel, I feel free, I'm ready to go and just skip down the street. Alright, yep. Nate, what is the name of this episode?
1: This episode's name is, I got it right here. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're putting me on the spot. I know it's episode five. The one with the East German laundry detergent, of oh, course. course.
0: Alright. Let's get into this episode of Friends. Um,
1: yeah. All right. For it.
0: So, cold open.
1: We got some bra. We've talk. got
0: some bra talk. Now, <laughs> I the fir- very first thing I wrote down about this is they're right, and I have always said it: the bra sleeve thing is absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: It's it's yeah. it's I I still I still <laughs> am so in awe of it. I am absolutely, I will readily admit, I am the dude who fumbles with bra straps, or or, or clips, rather. Oh, really? It's it's less of an issue later in life, but, like, when I was, like, a younger gentleman, absolutely, like, Jesus, why won't this come apart? So,
1: I am, I am the dude, (laughs) I am the dude that practiced (laughs) until he stopped having a problem. And I don't mean I don't no, mean I hooked I up with a lot of chicks. I mean, I found a bra and put it on a pillow and practiced so that I could be Joe cool. That's
0: beautiful. <laughs> that is a beautiful thing.
1: But I can do it. It's a it's a pinching motion, JP. I, you got to really squeeze I, into I, the fat of the I, girl's I, back.
0: I I I'm, I am dumbfounded and I am stammering and I'm I'm just going to You know what? Take the bras
1: they love it. They love it when you right, dig I'm, into the I'm
0: going to say this and I mean it but also <laughs> I recognize that this sounds like pandering but bras are a tool of the patriarchy. It's an oppression.
1: <laughs> That's 100% true and, and that is also one of those things that is true and when you bring it up as being true many people I, like think you're I, being weird.
0: And You know and what yeah, I mean? I, like, I, 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 I have seen the relief that when Claire's done with the workday or done with the I had a call, oh my god, Absolutely. taking the bra off. Like, and she does this magic trick of just, like, how did that come out of your sleeve? I don't understand how bras work. So.
1: Yeah. I don't think I understand really either. I can take them off, but yeah, I don't so, really think so I understand how they work.
0: The opening of this episode, we're still early in the show. And 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 my...
1: hmm We're doing some... Uh... They Some observational and, and comedy.
0: Part of the problem I have with this cold open is the show is still doing the thing where somebody makes a joke and then they cut to one of the other cast members just to show them laughing at the joke. And it's like, we don't need that. You already yeah. have the laugh track. We know that it's funny. Like, it, it they get away right. from that. And, but these early, these early episodes have a lot of that. And it's just like, ew, guys. I will also say this it very quickly devolved into women be all but men be all and 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 then and then <laughs> yeah and then yeah, Ross yeah. is like well what about multiple orgasms and the audience like the the canned audience popped for it and I just felt skeevy I, I like Ugh. okay
1: well okay I, I I appreciate what you're saying but I will say, There is a, so I agree, I was put off by the observational comedy. The thing that I will commend this scene for, and the thing that I think that we see more of from Friends in a larger amount when we go on, is the meta Phoebe joke that precedes the orgasm line. You know what I mean? Or, I'm sorry, the meta meta joke about how guys can do so many mean things and not even care, and everyone goes quiet. And I, I, th- I think that is a little bit different of a beat. And then we make the gross multiple you know, you know orgasms what? beat uh, hit a little bit harder. And we're also kind of commenting on the uh, shallowness of By doubling down on the shallow observation after an way. astute
0: observation was... Dude, but, you're absolutely... You know what? I And I missed that. And yeah, yeah absolutely, right. I, that was, absolutely. That was, in fact, because they did do the awkward silence after it was like, oh, men can just do all these mean things to each other.
1: That's, that's the part that is really great about the scene, is that we're doing this shallow stuff, and then Phoebe goes, I just don't understand how men can be so sociopathic, though. And everyone's yeah. like... Oh, shit. <laughs> right. And this, this, this
0: continues the thing where Phoebe, espe- I mean, in this first season, I think people just missed the boat on Phoebe being awesome. Like, Phoebe's yes. so good. She's so astute. She has such wonderful things to say. It's really yeah. good jokes, but everybody's like, but Rachel's hot with a haircut, or whatever. <laughs> All right, So so this episode introduces us to a character who will be back Nate, who is that character?
1: You're not not Joey's girlfriend. She never comes back.
0: Nell's girlfriend.
1: Oh, oh, you want to talk about Janice.
0: I want to talk about Janice.
1: I love Janice, man. Janice fucking rules so
0: hard. She didn't Okay, so one of the things I noticed, Janice is known for her laugh. Do you have a Janice laugh?
1: <laughs>
0: okay, go. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You Let go. me tell you
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, fucking I, I i am a Janice Stan for two Me reasons.
1: Me too. Me too. Two reasons.
0: One, fucking hilarious every time she's in an episode.
1: She's so fucking funny, dude. And like, okay, I think when I think when it was aired, everyone was laughing at her. But in the era of RuPaul's Drag Race and like people being like cooler and funnier out in the open janice fucking rules she fucking rules and
0: like so so here's and and let me and i i don't want to do this is not something that's going to be a regular theme but i will admit i have since i first saw her on the show thought that janice was hot as shit
1: janice is so hot dude she is incredibly hot the accent is adds to her being hot agreed and i wouldn't change a thing i swear to god and like i totally get why chandler falls for her a million times during the show it's so funny and
0: it's such I a good recurring other... joke too
1: yeah yeah it absolutely is and that he has no idea how to handle it every single time it's so funny i think it's also important to say that in friends we are never made aware of the reliability of our narrators as in at the end of Seinfeld, we all find out that everyone kind of hates the Seinfeld.
0: <laughs> One of and the most contentious endings only... of all time, but I thought it was perfect.
1: Yeah, that's true. We only see Janice from the perspective of six people yes. who hate her. Yes. Unequivocally hate her. And in this episode, isn't she talking about how she's like organizing charities or something with yeah. her with her fashion no, business she's... or whatever? And I'm like, she's a great person she's like <laughs> she's
0: the most unfairly treated character in this show absolutely, absolutely. And she, she's she's basically a Seinfeld girlfriend like like I, yeah th- th- <laughs> we don't understand what's bad about Janice except her laugh which again I think is funny every time and also I think it's dresser in the name I so. think
1: it's sexy dude oh my god dude. like
0: all right so we agree Stan Janice
1: yeah so this dude. and this, and is, and the, just to this say... is
0: the we Stannis episode, uh, or rather podcast. Yeah, we, we Stannis.
1: <laughs> and let me just say her name is Maggie Wheeler, and um she's been in other things too. She was in the parent trap. I think she's a camp counselor. Um She's what else? clearly what else? really
0: talented. She so she reminds me of I don't know if you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
1: Oh yeah, totally.
0: So the McPoyle sister?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah turns yeah, out
0: yeah, yeah. She's an amazing actress and is yes, really about. amazing things. And like yep. to play a character who they present as so unattractive so awful and and Janice becomes bigger than life as this show goes on. Um but mm-hmm. she's she's clearly very talented. Um so so yeah, so so we've got our Janice and so the premise going on with that storyline is chandler wants to break up with janice but he's too much of a coward slash i totally relate to him on this (laughs) he doesn't want to hurt her feelings etc and so phoebe is offering to help him out and she'll break up with her boyfriend who she doesn't want to be with anymore at the same time as chandler breaks up with janice sounds like it's going to go great easy it's wonderful i will say I did have a belly laugh over the, 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 the guy suggesting, wait, so why don't you write her a breakup note or just be a man, stop calling her. And like, that's awful. It's awful. It's also very true. It's, it's absolutely a thing that even now, what is it, five years later, men are still doing this.
1: And we also, we also can encourage each other's worst instincts I've found. so.
0: (laughs) That's the worst part yeah. of Guy Club. Oh man!
1: But right. JP and Nate's friends podcast for boys is woke. We are woke as hell, and uh, we don't support that kind of stuff.
0: Yep, agreed. Agreed. So I have a I have a big note here that says bad cuts of laughing cast members equals and in all caps smug that was the impression <laughs> that was the impression I kept getting is like whenever they would do those cuts and it would be like Courtney Cox laughing at something that Joey just said like <laughs> it just like it felt like it was a smug version of like the show being like oh look we all think we're very funny
1: yeah yeah that's hard to see definitely and they, and
0: they get past it they do but it, it just the, the it, you know Claire Claire has this policy of like if you're going to try a show, you watch the pilot, and then you also watch the second episode. And
1: Yeah, that's a great policy.
0: I, because the pilot's always hot garbage for every show. Mm-hmm. Ex- except for Supernatural, mm-hmm. which has maybe the best pilot of any episode I've ever seen in my life.
1: Interesting. I've always said the best pilot of anything I've ever seen in my life is Modern Family, but I'll oh, check out man, the Supernatural. No, and...
0: Modern Family did it well, too. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm not
1: even that big of a fan of that show, but their pilot is no, very strong.
0: No, me either, but I completely agree. It, it It's... Setting the stakes in that in a pilot is so yeah. difficult, especially because all the notes are going to change everything. Characters will disappear or be renamed. Like
1: right, right, right.
0: All right. So we've got one storyline. Joey,
1: in the vein of wokeness, JP, I'd I'd like to say. That there are a lot of men lying to women to get them to have sex with them in this I episode. I've never
0: seen that happen. I've never experienced that in real life. And it did not happen in this episode. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about that Joey storyline. Jesus, that is problematic.
1: Well, also, we find out later that this may not be his intention. But Ross lies to Rachel about his laundry. He would never. He did,
0: he... dude. All it right, happened. Yeah
1: and like when i was watching it i was like okay well like they're trying to do a cute thing where like he gets caught lying just because he wants to spend the like night with talking with her and everything but like why is he lying to her like they're friends they hang out every day like i just ask if you can go do laundry with her.
0: so i completely agree with you i think you're absolutely right i the reason i have liked ross a lot both as an adolescent and now as an adult is i still cannot. Talk to women, even my fiance, in an honest way. <laughs> like I don't want them to know I like them. I, I literally, I literally have asked Claire to marry me. I still don't want her to know that I like her. So, no, but it, it's, I, I, it is. It's a lie, and like I think that, that especially with Ross as a character becomes very important to start tracking these things because I think that they make him. There's a lot of that. But in this particular instance, I think it's, it's, it's innocently intended. He is lying, but also he's got a crush and he's, I've been that guy who's like,
1: I mean, Joey, Joey is really, Oh, Joey's no,
0: boy, that whole storyline is so problematic.
1: And also this is the second storyline involving incestuous sex with Monica. Like what is happening?
0: I I, I made a note about that. it's, it's weird that they they're digging into the incest well so early and so often.
1: I remember back when Friends was on people like making jokes about how weird and open everyone was about sex when two of the characters were brothers and sister and I never really put that much stock into it but watching it again I'm like well, and, there is, this is weird. And, and we like, talked this about this
0: week the the Monica's fully aware of the Holiday that is Ross having sex for the first time and that's creepy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's an episode like later where Monica and Rachel are having sex in uh, Rachel's room and Richard. Don't get me started. We'll get there, but yeah. Richard and Monica are having sex in Monica's room, and it's like that's your that's your sister, dude. Yep. Like, can't yep. you go to your place with Rachel? Yep. Like, why are you in Super the next weird, room like this is Super high school? It's, it's not, not high, high school. school. We're
0: not having sex on our friends' couches, yes. Anyway. All right.
1: Go on. Right. Go on, JP. So, go on and go the on. The only
0: other notes I want to make here are, uh, in this opening scene, Nate, have you ever gone surfing or bodyboarding?
1: Um. Yeah, I've been surfing uh, a couple of times. I did it a lot when I was a freshman in college but I'm not good at it. I can barely do it. Why?
0: Are you aware of what a rash guard is? Yes. Okay. Joey is basically wearing a rash guard. Now I understand it was Wait, 1994 what? or whatever, in but what Joey scene? is basically wearing a rash guard in this open in these 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 first scenes of the episode and it bothered me. When but he's
1: you, when he's talking to his his ex uh, uh, lo- lover?
0: Yes. Yes. It's like a shiny satiny like just slightly lower than a mock turtleneck wow. like it's like a quarter quarter mock it the shirt is awful <laughs> and i hate it and i hate it and i almost turned the show off and 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 burned my xbox i was done
1: well there's a lot of questionable fashion choices in this episode like well let's African get to the hat. next point and
0: the, this one comes to you from claire cutler um ross is wearing a shirt tucked into pants with no belt yes that has never been a thing that is not a thing it is awful and he looks terrible
1: but it's laundry day
0: no no he faked that it was laundry day (laughs) you just brought this up
1: you're right it's not really laundry (laughs) yeah that's not a good look but ross is a dork dude ross is a nerd
0: and so it does work with that but it was still offensive to the eyes
1: yeah and yeah you know you shouldn't be doing that
0: hopefully it'll get better as the show goes all right um, the other point I wanted to make here is... God damn it. Joey is unreasonably handsome. Like, like I hate his hair in this this first season so much. Yeah. But that face...
1: he got, like, friggin' Kirk Cameron hair. My God, hair. though.
0: The, like, the square jaw, the eyes, the smirk. Like, he's yeah. unreasonably, illegally handsome.
1: The unrelenting Italianness.
0: Yeah. All right, so... So Ross is going to go do laundry with Rachel. Now this brings up, right? This brings up something interesting. Nate, what's your stance on fabric softener?
1: I don't use fabric softener, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't judge someone for using fabric softener. Now, do you?
0: Do you use dryer sheets?
1: I do use dryer okay, sheets, okay. but I don't think they have fabric softener in them because my wife likes the um, no no chemicals, no dyes kinds of everything. So I think. I don't know. They probably do have softener in them, right? All right.
0: I mean, I, 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 I've always used dryer sheets in lieu of fabric softener, but, but okay. But I will say this: it wasn't because I thought that using fabric softener somehow questioned <laughs> my masculinity or straightness. Um, yeah,
1: that bear means you're gay. I, boy, that, that was bear that was... means that like you don't like right, women.
0: Right. So apparently. Ross is not allowed to use Snuggle because Snuggle somehow implies that he's gay. Now, we've talked about this. It's problematic. It's of an era. It's it's a slight undertone, but there's still a lot of, like, gay phobia in this show. Yes. Uh, in these early seasons.
1: Before, before oh, that, JP, yeah. I just want to say one thing I noticed this time watching it the laundry room the the laundry laundromat scene is a master of production design at work oh, do you know what i mean no, by that go on. so like every single prop or set piece in the laundromat has like a product label on it or some sort of like fake uh laundry company name. i believe it says like uh law o on the on the laundry machines a l-a-w-o-matic or l-a-u-o-matic and then there's all these different non-existent um soaps and fabric softeners and like all these different signs and advertisements for things that don't exist it's very I funny i didn't
0: even notice that i'm gonna start keeping an eye on that that's awesome yeah.
1: The other thing you can look for in friend shot in friends things is um, a lot of boom shots, of boom mics in the really? shot. Yeah, I notice that a lot because I'm not watching the show anymore. I'm looking for like weird things in production. Oh yeah, the See, production. I'm, I'm basically and...
0: having my first rewatch since the two the the mid two thousands. So like, I'm still just watching it for the plot and everything, but now I'm going to keep an eye out.
1: I've also seen a lot of things where, um, like in the later seasons when everybody's rich and famous, they didn't want to be doing um, their coverage shots. Do you know what that means?
0: No. What are the coverage shots?
1: So coverage means they've shot you saying your line, and now they need to shoot the other person saying their response with your head in the foreground. Yes. You understand? The back of your head in the foreground. So in the later seasons, I've seen a lot of people post about how, like, this is not Monica. This is not the back of Monica's head. And you can see it's, like, a different person. Wait, 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 wait. Is this, is this the thing the where
0: Pacino and De Niro are in the same shot in Heat?
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, That that's the same sort of thing. Where, like, uh they'll, they'll use a body double to shoot the back of Monica's head because Monica doesn't want to be on, sh- on set when they only need to record
0: Rachel's lines. I don't know. Seems like something I would hate them for. It's it's interesting. So watch for that too. All right. But anyway, go on. Okay. So the next note I have is, and I quote: "Phoebe is a gift." The puppies." What joke. specific? The I don't <laughs> yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> She's so earnest in her delivery of every line, and
1: yeah, and
0: and, and the the Phoebe and Chandler dynamic is one that I love. As the seasons go on, yes. I think that they're they're like they're are columns that they're each in. I think that the two of them play they work so great together. well together.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely.
0: Um okay, I apologize. The next note is I still think Janice is hot.
1: She is. It's not gonna um, change. I'm so glad you said that. Nikki was in disagreement with me about Janice because I basically said the exact same thing that you said. I is that I love her. I think she's cool <laughs> and i actually yeah. think she's pretty attractive now
0: yeah now so we're so we're in the scene where i uh, t- t- to walk through it um so the, the 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 partners come into the coffee shop and chandler begins talking to janice
1: starts pounding and phoebe too. <laughs> and, and he,
0: he uh, the pounding of the coffee is really funny and i wish they'd played it up more with the effect of the coffee yeah um but he looks over at Phoebe who is hugging her now ex and then he's walking out feeling good. Yep. And, and it's a really, really is a good joke. Like, like Chandler's fucking this up. Chandler is yeah. fucking this up yeah. so badly, not being direct or whatever. Well and, it's and also
1: that... it's also like a Ben Stiller movie where like she got him a present and she like she like wants him to meet his parents. It's like the exact wrong moment to break up with her, but he's still gonna do it. Anyway.
0: Also she got him ankle socks because he already had Rocky socks, and my God, that's actually sweet. I I'd, I'd like to have Rocky socks. That's ankle like the ankle sweetest ankle thing
1: I've ever heard. Yeah, we can mix and match yeah. moose or squirrel. Oh, <laughs> Nikki Nikki is from New York, and she says uh, she says like water sometimes and i'm like "Ooh, water like uh like a like a slight new yorker accent she gets it from her mom and her dad
0: see i hate to admit it but i'm from baltimore with the worst accent ever and every once in a while (laughs) i slip into saying water oh nice nice, w-o-o-d-e-r is how people in baltimore pronounce that word
1: well, I mean, my voice has kind of changed a lot, but I used, to, I used to kind of have a Chicago accent, too. And every once in a while, I can kind of slip into that and say, like, Chicago or something really long. Oh, I'm man, like, nah. you're like, how
0: did this get made? Deep dish! <laughs> um,
1: so You know, the, the, the laundry scene is nice and it's cute, but I, it's like... Uh, it's like someone telling Steve Jobs to just give up. It's like this, this, uh, this romance completely changes the course of television entertainment
0: history <laughs> for the rest of our lives. It really does. No, I, I, so the laundromat scenes of every scene in this episode they seem forced. And while I, there is yeah. a chemistry between Ross and Rachel. It, it, it's, yeah. In this,
1: there's something it, it's wrong with her. still early I agree. on, like yeah. like
0: her getting into the laundry basket at some point. Like, it's guys, you're trying too hard. It's a little Nobody hokey. acts yep. this way. This is not people. Um, but it, but the, those scenes are good. I I was so confused by the not African woman wearing the African hat and and why. I'm
1: glad you brought it I, up, I, dude. It,
0: it just didn't make sense. I didn't understand what so, their point was.
1: I am hesitant to say she is not African because that was something I was thinking when I was watching it. Is like, okay, I don't know, maybe she's African, but she didn't bring that costume, and like that's
0: everything's a choice. You, Everything is you, a choice.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at the extra, the rest of the extras in the background too, they're all dressed like. A television studio's idea of urban people. That's why 90s. it bothered me. That's why um, it bothered me.
0: It it, yes. it seemed very yes. much to be this woman is an annoyance at the laundromat.
1: This is this is the type of person that comes to a laundromat, not Rachel.
0: And that's one hundred percent. And and I, I don't I don't know how intentional it was, but it did stink to me. Of like, yeah, hey guys, that's not. What do you What are you trying to say? Because again,
1: uh, it's also it's also hard to impose modern day values on a former no, piece no, no, of art. No, no, but we do need no, to discuss no, no. this. It, it
0: is, but also simultaneously, like I, part of for me, learning art, learning film, learning television, learning music, learning mm-hmm. literature is that every decision is in fact intentional. And so there was an intention yeah. in being like this annoying woman. at at the laundromat, who's absolutely a dick, also is wearing this hat that is clearly like African culture. Susser's a gift.
1: Susser is a gift. Shout out to the commissioner of the Doughboys podcast. Uh, Doughboys come on our podcast.
0: Um, yep. Also, Kamish, if you want to come on the podcast, we, we would love to have you.
1: Also, shout out to Mitch for what he said before the re-release of the Scale episode this week. I, I, I thought it was really great.
0: I haven't listened yet, and I'm still pissed at them for not uh, <laughs> using Claire's drop, because she had a really good drop, and they haven't used it yet. But well, I actually, I, I, we're we're re-watching Mindy Project right now, mm-hmm. and Mitch is in an episode, and oh, I yeah, I, yeah. I tweeted about it. And then Mitch sent me a DM, and he was like, "Thank you so oh, much." Oh, that's JP. so nice, like,
1: dude. J- Mitch is such a nice Mick- guy.
0: Mike Mitchell is like the nicest guy ever.
1: I make fun of him too much. I feel bad. Oh, um, I never well, make fun of anyway, him. I'm Spoon Nation. What I wanted, what I wanted to say, I'm I'm Burger Brigade. Well, I'm actually Nangang. Um, oh, we're all Nangang. What I wanted, I mean, we're all Nangang. What I wanted to say about what Mitch said is that. So they're re releasing an episode, I didn't listen to it for a couple of days because I'd already heard it. And then I put it on and I mean he He started talking about the way that the Doughboys joke about race and specifically how he and the area he comes from are particularly racist and how he yeah. defends it and says that it's not true. And then he said very openly and very eloquently that I am racist. And I think that that's a very important thing for most people to realize and to truly accept and to truly get over it and to try to move forward in positive ways. And I'm listening to this and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Is the Doughboys comedy
0: kind of important? I think it's kind of important. So so this is... The reason... I I, 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 I am a... a... A, a donor to the, the Doughboys, a Patreon member.
1: Oh, absolutely. Same here.
0: I I actually think... And the one and only thing that pisses me off on the show is when they badmouth the show. Because...
1: <laughs> no, that's a bit. Dude. They gotta keep doing no, that. No,
0: I, I... Like... like I, 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 I wouldn't
1: I, like it if they thought it was good. <laughs> I
0: no you're right but like they're too harsh and I don't think they they, they I don't think they recognize the importance because that's of what exactly I'm sitting
1: that. there realizing is that like it's important to joke about how like fucked up we are because that's the only way that we can get through to yep. people and like if Mike Mitchell bears his fucking soul on his podcast and gets called out for saying things that probably aren't okay but that it wasn't his fault that he was taught that
0: that's important I, I, com- I, like, I, I completely agree And I, I, I think that there's a societal oh, importance To like the things they talk about Because Yes they, Like and, and they'll like fuck with...
1: I hate it now I hate the show <laughs>
0: <laughs> No nah, I, I, I think that's That's why that one is like At the top of my list Like that's the one I pay money for That's the one that I I, mm-hmm. I listen to Wait Time out And you can cut this out But Um I got called out for vaping on the podcast, but that was a lighter sound, sir.
1: I am doing drugs recreationally.
0: That's cool. You're allowed to legally. I am. I don't, state, I don't. I don't. I don't do drugs because I live in Texas and I don't want to get shot, killed, death penalty.
1: Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Uh, so when you were vaping, were you uh, doing a Juul?
0: Uh, no, I've got a I've got a whole unit. I I was a smoker for. Most of my life between thirteen to thirty.
1: Wow, thirteen! I mean, I did it for ten years. I'm not judging, but like thirteen—that's young. <laughs> wow. And,
0: and uh, so I use like incre- the lowest possible amount of nicotine, but it's really just like when I drink, I I I I, I use the device. I, sure. It, it, it's all it's all fucking terrible, and like I, I, yeah, I, absolutely. But it it stops me from smoking actual cigarettes. And... Yeah, there you go. I don't know.
1: Do you want to know what I did? I do. So, I smoke uh, rolling tobacco now. Usually with marijuana. I love... And I just don't buy cigarettes anymore. Not that
0: I would ever do it, but I love fucking half and halfs. It's such a great way.
1: Oh, it's the only way to do it, dude. It's the only way to do it. Um, Yes, I am smoking marijuana.
0: Well... Things that I shouldn't admit on the podcast, but I, I worked. I worked for an agency that is
1: in- ending it. Ending the recording right now. Good <laughs> to
0: you
1: <laughs> no, I I, I,
0: I I used to refer to the work I did at DEA as we're the philanthropic wing of the Nazi Party. Like I was, I was wow. doing actual good while. I, even when I was there, it was just like, oh my God, what this fucking agency does. Um, but I, I will say that the very first, literally the day that I left DEA, uh, I went to a friend's house, made dinner, he smoked me up and then gave me brownies to go home. So
1: I, I've wow. never... Well, yeah, I mean, they were, they were probably testing you, right?
0: Technically it was random, but I think every single time it came up for the whole agency like I, I think of seven wow. times in my time there i got tested six times so did everybody else like there's no randomness to it they were just basically testing everybody
1: they're just calling it random sure yeah, um, yeah, yeah. are you recording
0: this am are you recording this conversation i mean i've, I've always i'm always wearing a, a a chest microphone so i can catch motherfuckers saying shit like i'm smoking drugs so you're fucked
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm recording this too, just so you know.
0: Can't tell it's me. Can't prove it. guess we'll see. <laughs> All right, dude. Let's get back to it. I want to say the next thing because this was an important. I put a star next to it. Line. So they're doing the no suds, no s- no suds, no save making sure this up. is the nature of friends and it's nice to see it this early on they are always trying to be a meme and before we even had memes they were trying to be memes they they were like okay no <laughs> no suds, no saves is that gonna stick that's not one of the ones that stick uh, uh we were on a break obviously is one of the bigger <laughs> ones or ross and Ray, ross yeah. and uh, monica with the smack the hands together but but <laughs> they were always trying to do this and one of the things I wrote down is is This show is basically the Beatles version Of a sitcom Like things that they did in this show Interesting Resonate later Become tropes Become things that every show has to do In order to prove that they yeah. are as good But like this And an even, industry And standard. this show is just throwing them out there so early So Um All right so, Ross and Rachel are in the laundromat, and the Ross is trying to help her out with like separating her laundry, and then he gets a little weirded out because he's like, "This is, this is your, underwear. your
1: white cotton panty things."
0: Uh huh. I relate to Ross so much. Yeah. I still, I've lived, I've lived with Claire for five years. And I'm still just like, uh, 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 uh these are your unmentionables."
1: Yeah, and it gets worse the longer you're with them because they learn how dorky you are. <laughs> <laughs> how, da- <laughs>
0: how dare you?
1: <laughs> I'm speaking from personal experience.
0: Mhm. All right, so Ross and Rachel are having a nice little date. They're getting they're getting to know each other. I, it, it, we're, we're we're rooting for Ross. I, we don't know if Rachel's really connecting with him. It does feel a little one sided, but that she sees some value in this guy.
1: I mean, the, the 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 dynamic between Ross and Rachel since they've known each other in high school is that Rachel does not understand that Ross is in love with him. I mean, that's that's
0: except part that she admitted last episode that. She knew he had a crush on That's her. That's
1: true. But,
0: but Ross Ross is like full on in love with her.
1: Yes. To a bizarre as, extent.
0: Yes. And I think as the audience member, we have to get right with that. Because like, dude, like you haven't seen her in, I don't know, what, 10 years? Like, right? are you really in love with her? But it, 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 both sides grow. Both sides grow. Can we talk about the Joey storyline?
1: I, I think we have to. Um, Joey is cancelled Joey was (laughs) cancelled on the first The first three episodes of our podcast And he continues to be cancelled You cannot Lie to a woman To get her to have sex with you That is not okay Joey is cancelled
0: So Joey Has Zach Morris A date In which
1: (laughs) Okay okay jP we're best friends mm-hmm. this just proves it further because i don't i don't know what that means okay but in me and my wife's episode where we discussed this episode i asked her what is the misdoubt firing equivalent of what joey is doing <laughs> because he's not dating two people at the same time and changing into costumes he's trying to break people up and and split the rewards with his supposed date. And I didn't know what that means, and you just said it, and I think we should both leave our wives and uh, get married to each other.
0: I am fine with that. Absolutely fine with that. It sounds wonderful. Zach
1: Morris, what does that He's mean?
0: He's trying to... Okay, so, Zach Morris was the protagonist main character of a television show that aired on Saturday mornings called Saved,
1: Saved by, by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, right, right, mm-hmm. right,
0: Zach Morris infamously did He's things the blonde like... He's the blonde one. Right. Uh, uh, oh, God, I can't remember his name, but he's he's actually Australian, I believe. Um, he would often come up with schemes where he was trying to do things like balance two dates to prom and not okay. let the other one know. The so real scoundrel. Yes. And ostensibly, for good intentions... Like getting his, his dick wet, I guess. He's I, the
1: protagonist.
0: Look, I sort of. I was I was always more of a, a, a Lisa Lisa Turtle fan, but um,
1: again, do not know what that means.
0: Oh man, she's another character on the show. You got to go back and watch Save by the Bell. Hey, we've got I'm another podcast coming TV. up, guys. Save <laughs> by the by Bell. The <laughs> Saved by the Friends. All right, we're we're still workshopping. So so the, the the reason I call this is Zach Morris is. The character thinks that he's smarter than the other people, and is Ah. trying to trick them into getting his way
1: for sexual gains.
0: Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what he's doing. Wow.
1: Okay, that's perfect. Thank you very much for expanding my vocabulary.
0: So, Joey wants to get back with his ex girlfriend. Sets up a double date between her and her current boyfriend, and then him to Monica and then him and monica and lies to monica telling her that these two are siblings and that that guy is really into you
1: absolute scoundrel
0: this whole storyline is like and that's the reason that i never talk to that person ever again like (laughs) like 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 joey is awful here this is fucking (laughs) awful what a terrible lie and then, now it does, it gives us some good fodder because the couple end up, like, snuggling and making out. And, and the PDA is like, no one would do that at a Oh,
1: it's restaurant. way too much. Yeah, It's
0: way too much. But it does give us some, like, I, I will say there was a funny line where Monica is upset that the, in her mind, brother and sister are snogging and Joey's response is oh what like you haven't done that with Ross and, yeah, and right. i did find that, i found that very funny it was funny. but the whole this whole it's
1: it's funny because he's grasping at straws <laughs>
0: it's, it's... but this whole side story is like Joey's a sociopath and he's awful yeah. and then Monica buys into it and that's awful too
1: well yeah i mean Joey's a sociopath but only, s- that that part of his brain only seems to be activated when he has a chance to have sex with someone. <laughs> like,
0: a woman that he broke up with, so like, yeah, I got no sympathy for this asshole. And
1: also, dude, I, I don't want to be mean to this woman, but what is the deal with her? Like, is she a model or something? Like, what, why does she seem like she doesn't speak English. Like, what is what is going on with her in this episode? <laughs> so we
0: were we were still in a state in Hollywood where someone could be attractive and not act and be in an episode of a show. And
1: but do do you think the producers were like telling or the director was like telling her to like play it up, like be, like be like a bimbo?
0: I I worse. I think the producer was probably like, just be yourself. <laughs> just, just be yourself out there, you know. It's an, it's an attractive guy. It's Hollywood. Act how you uh, would. I, uh, it, it's. It, it, yeah, I'm being. I'm being. You know what? I, I'm not also, being sensitive, but also. Like, also, ugh.
1: the handsome guy was not any better. Like the the, the good looking guy that she's dating was just as bad. Seemed just as much like a robot covered in human skin. That's like, exactly
0: what it is. They it, yes. honestly. They were gross to me and I'm like why is Joey sweating this girl and why is why is Monica sweating this guy like it, ugh.
1: yeah I don't And know. and and let's let's also be clear when they go back into the coffee house and and high five each other they have just had sex with those two people <laughs> like yeah they, they are dripping in juices. Yeah. They just got it on it and then they met back up to high five about it. Like, psychopaths.
0: Okay, counterpoint. I literally do that every single time I have sex. So
1: Nice, bro. <laughs> you know what, JP? We are best friends, and I want you to start texting me every time you get it on. Just a quick text, just being like, hey, dude, just got it on. It was awesome. Wanted to say what's
0: up. No, I'm, like, I'm just going to send you the uh, the thumbs-up emoji, and you'll know. Yeah, absolutely. You'll know. I'll, I'll know. I'll know. And I'll send back
1: the uh, the hang-loose uh uh hell yeah brother emoji
0: yeah exactly all right so so that storyline I, I i don't want to get further into it we, we we've discussed how fucking gross that is that one's the worst i think if we
1: want to be nice about it we can say that it has aged
0: poorly that is the nicest thing we can say about it <laughs> all right so i also wanted to add really quickly that 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 the way that joey and chandler like work with ross on this and trying to like take care of him and make sure he's okay i i I made a note here i i'm i'm divorced and yeah right my my best friends they actually set up like a network of like okay who's calling john today like like for the first like (laughs) it was i know it was it was really amazing That's so. it was really amazing like 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 for the first month after my wife left me like my friends every single day one of them called me or came to visit, etc. And, like, that is what friends do. Like, like...
1: And as of today, I will be taking over that responsibility. I'm going to call you every day. I really appreciate it. it, it, Make sure you're doing okay.
0: It's necessary. But it it just... It's part of the reason that this show is good is, like, they, they, they flop on a lot of things in these early episodes, but the threads that become what this show is about, they get right. And, like... Yeah. your your friends really do take care of you when you're in an emotionally hard place and and i like like as outdated or or problematic as some of this stuff is the heart of the show is still like no but like you have your family you have your adopted friend family and the reason you love them so much is they're there they know they need to be there for you and 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 that happens here with Ross and it's 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 exactly right like like we that is what friends do and i think that's what's so appealing about the show and what makes it last even now
1: yeah that's that's very well put yeah
0: i came out of this episode even more excited about watching more episodes um they're still finding their footing but This show gets so many things right. And one of the things they get right is just the way we lean on the people in our lives who we love them and they love us, but they're different than us. And that's how we survive as people. That's how we survive as a community.
1: That's beautiful, JP. That's beautiful.
0: That's that's all I got to say about that. And this place is dead anyway
1: that's great man and I, I I'm not gonna say anything either because I don't think I could put it any more perfectly. well
0: than that. Nate to borrow from a podcast that I once listened to and I, nobody else does but I love you and I'm in love with you
1: JP I love you I'm in love with you um I love our listeners I'm in love with our listeners I love the friends I'm in love with the friends
0: oh the friends show is the best show
1: Yes. Um, and are are we good to end? Do you want me to go into JP's legal task of the week so that we can say bye?
0: Ooh, that's right. I forgot we have JP's legal task of the week.
1: I gotta give you one, dude. I gotta give you one every week.
0: All right, hit me up.
1: All right. So uh, let me see here. Uh, okay. So JP's legal task of the week for this week. If you could please make racism illegal, that would be great.
0: Thank you. My pleasure. Much.